0: Hello, hello, my friends. Happy be Tuesday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on drive time today and the rest of the week, actually, from 4 p.m. Anyway, more of that later. We start with Antonio Conte's Spurs side beating super Frank Lampard's Everton at the lane. Here's the fallout and Andy Goldstein's Monday Night Sports Bar. The sumptuous cushioned volley made it five to end the scoring. Spurs, to be fair, declared after that with more than 20 minutes to go But Conte a lovely evening.
1: Yeah, we played a really good game with great attention. But at the same time, uh, I want to tell you that, uh, OK, it's right to enjoy, to enjoy this night, to enjoy our fans. But at the same time and uh, to, from tomorrow, we have to start to think a uh, nice game. And on Saturday against United. For
0: Frank Lampard, some pretty tough questions about to come his way. Finished here, Spurs five, Everton 0. It's front page news Gone down, Gone down. Don't come into this job, most unless you're going to handle that. You know, what I mean, if you look at the teams around us. There were not too many teams that were going and winning game after game. Newcastle had a rally up. It took them a fair while to have a rally up under their new management. And that's the way this game goes. You look around, that's that's life. And if you're not big enough to take some stick from the outside, then don't get into management. That's my advice. Worst performance I've
2: seen from an Everton team in my life. We were bad under Rafa. We're even worse under
0: Lamp. We're so bad. Are you going down?
2: Absolutely. I'm going
1: down.
0: In a situation where you are fighting for your life.
1: Where well, yeah, Benitez.
0: Hey, you can't get more experience than that. He done it in Newcastle. I know, but why would you bring in someone with less experience? Because they're building for you with the no age. experience. I, I think
1: I think what they're doing that with Frank, I think there is definitely an eye, half an eye. On getting relegated oh, No
0: think... There's no way Everton are thinking that well, yeah, but, but, No I, way but to give No him, way But to
1: give him that length of time They have to Because Frank's managed in the Championship
2: I have supported Everton now for Oh I'd say about 37 years And I honestly think this is the worst i <clears throat> felt We've had some low times Since I've supported them I didn't expect anything from tonight's game I really didn't mm. But I think that after that showing I think that we are going to go down
0: now, onto the FA Cup, and Liverpool, of course, will play Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup quarterfinals. Goldstein, you liar. Well, if you don't believe me, here's your proof.
1: Jubilation all around. Nottingham Forest have earned a tie at home to Liverpool. A rivalry there used to be... Utterly show-stopping, back in the late 70s and early 80s, we haven't seen an instalment of it since 1999, but we will see it a week on Sunday. We've got a couple of games before then that we really need to focus on now, and that's a real test, is to make sure that if we, if we really want the mentality that we want here, then we obviously enjoy it in the dressing room now, but as soon as we leave, we start thinking about Saturday, because that's the most important thing in our minds now, and that's that's the real mentality and culture we want here, and um, that's where our focus will be.
0: And the fallout continues from Manchester United's defeat against Man City. Oh, yeah, what was the score? Um, well, it doesn't matter. I've already said that they got. But anyway, we'll hear from ex-Man United goalkeeper Mark Bozzy Bosnich, Danny Murphy and Simon Moni Money Jordan in a moment, as well as the former number two, Steve McLaren. Mm, that sounds wrong. But anyway, we begin with Ali McQuist responding to Roy Keane's damning verdict on his old club.
1: I've given up. They gave up. No excuses. I understand how much he personally would have been hurting watching that level of performance, because he's right. Your team can get beaten, but there are ways to lose games of football, and that was not one of them. That looked as though they did throw the towel in. It really did. I was watching it. I'm thinking to myself, dear me. There was no level of commitment just to, you know, just stop City playing. I know they ran riot. I couldn't believe the stats for the last, for the last 15 minutes. It was over 90% possession of the ball. I mean, that's just people seeing out the game and not a willingness to attempt to get the ball back.
0: Yesterday was more a case of players taking some responsibility for themselves. The first half, they set up with a tactical plan, which was obviously the manager's plan, In Fernandes and Pogba both playing as false nines, if you like, kind of a 4-4-2 in many ways. They tried to press the ball, brave. When they did get pushed back... They broke in numbers and they committed men into the box. They they looked like a United side trying to have a go. Yep. Yes, at times City still looked better and dangerous but it caused City a few problems mm. and as a United fan if you're watching that you're thinking this is encouraging we've made some chances we've scored a goal and then in the second half Initially, it was City's quality and competence on the ball, pushing them back. But after the third goal went in, the, the attitude and the capitulation of United players were yeah. really concerning. Yeah. Man United looked as if they were out on their feet after 65 to 70 minutes. And Man City just kept picking them off and they would kept running at the back line of Man United, which isn't good enough. I don't know where to start.
1: Manchester City are a coherent, cogent football team and Manchester United are not. You know, all we hear is a lack of harmony, issues with things coming out of the dressing room that are constantly being refuted and disputed. A lot of those players aren't simply applying themselves. Some of them simply aren't just good enough. And I hate to say it, but one Pasaka falls into that category because he's a former Palace lad that's gone to Manchester United and you'd want to see him doing well because of my relationship with that football club. But you look at it and you just simply say, you're comparing for want of better expression and not being able to find a better analogy. Men to boys. This was amateur hour. If you have got the
0: right people at the top, you haven't got the right manager, you haven't got the right players, you haven't got the right squad, the backup, you're never going to win, you're never going to get back to... You know, Sir Alex was rare, very, very rare and unique. That will never happen again. And uh, in this modern society, modern game, you know, it's very much short-term, but they've got to get the right man, somebody who comes in but they've got to get leadership from the top. There's got to come a time where collectively the club and its supporters puts that era behind them in a good way. And that's not to say to never forget it. It's a it's a yardstick, but it's a yardstick that is going to take a long time to ever get near, basically, or, or get up to, whether or not that they'll do it as well. And I think the sooner that they do that, the better for the club and, and for the team. Now, in terms of team spirit, you do really find that out. How good is your team spirit when things aren't going particularly well? Back now to Money Moni Simon Jordan with his take on Roman Abramovich putting Chelsea up for sale.
1: With due respect, with the exception of Chelsea, Roman Abramovich was one of the worst things that could have happened to English football. We were on a direction of travel that was already upwards. Our Premier League was already flying. We already had the broadcasters throwing money at us hand over fist. What you did was you created hyperinflation you might have broken up the duopoly you might have stopped the the powerhouses that were united and 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 arsenal for a period of time but that was going to happen anyway Mm. because ownership models were changing what you did was you changed the landscape by by making football so financially unviable for your own reasons, people look at these people buying football clubs like Manchester City, like Newcastle, like Chelsea, and look at their ownership. These people aren't buying these football clubs because they love the football clubs. They're buying them because they want to get a life insurance policy against political leanings, against they want a sports wash, they want to leg- legitimise regimes like Newcastle. They want to have a situation where they own our English football clubs. And we sit there and we go, that's great. And the main beneficiaries of it are agents and players. And what have we got now? A generation of players that have no character, no backbone, no substance, get paid far too much money. The immorality of football comes up for question. And I think it's a tragedy. I think it's a reality. And the lack of governance behind the game gives people like this the facility to be able to do this. Abramovich's legacy is what? For Chelsea, fabulous. For football in this country, I think it's awful.
0: Now, if Arsenal finished in the top four this season, would that be an achievement? Not sure. Well, let's head over to the breakfast show and hear Laura Woods and Jamie O'Hara have a big old Barney about it.
2: He's knocking on the door now and it's and it's becoming a real realistic yeah. possibility that they could finish top four. Oh,
0: absolutely, I and think that, they will. that
2: for me, Jamie, would be a massive overachievement. Massive. Is it though? Yes, I do think it Can is. is One hundred and
1: fifty million. No, no, it's no. It's no, Arsenal no. Football Club. Hang like, on come minute. on, they should be. Hang on a minute, Jamie there. O'Hara.
2: Can I just say, not so long ago, you were saying Spurs are back. Watch out, Arsenal. Watch out, no, Manchester United. Watch out, Leicester. Of course, but we should Spurs, be back. But we're Spurs miles off are it. back. So at that time, you didn't. You thought Arsenal were miles off top four, didn't you? yeah at that
0: moment but yeah. if, you, if in the grand scheme of things arsenal are a better football club than tottenham they have been
2: right, well, historically for the last you've just changed your 10 team years very quickly no but yeah.
0: i've always said this arsenal had a massive fall from grace haven't they they had yeah. a massive fall from grace so to say now oh it's an overachievement to get in the champions league it's not are they you should serious? be they should be challenging for champions league <laughs> Now, England batsman Johnny Bairstow has been speaking exclusively to our very own Steve Harmison ahead of the first test against the Windies, which starts today. And every ball is live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. Would you believe it? JB told Hammy that people need to be patient with England's red ball reset, whatever that means. (laughs) It's a sweep from Bairstow. It's a hundred from Bairstow. It's a moment to save her from Bairstow. We've also got to understand that it's not just going to happen overnight. These these things are not just going to uh, magically fall into place and and everything. It's going to take a lot of hard work. Like you mentioned, it's going to take some guidance from coaches, uh, whoever comes in, and a vision as well. Uh, And and whoever it is that does step into those shoes, uh, I'm sure will have their own vision and and will look to put their own mark on this Red Bull side.
2: In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
0: Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt.
2: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com.
0: Now, today is International Women's Day, a global day to celebrate the achievements of women and to remind us that we need to continue to challenge gender bias and inequality. Laura Woods has been sharing how we can hashtag break the bias. Here, Laura talks about using social media
2: there's going to be people that will always criticise you no matter what walk of life you you go down Um, but you'll also have a lot of support as well there's this great um, woman called Brené Brown and I watch her all the time and I watched her when I got my new show and she does this brilliant speech about being in the arena and only being able to be criticised by anybody that's been in the arena with you so essentially unless someone has done your job walked in your shoes and understands what you're going through why would you allow them to critique your work? Like, you're not gonna allow a food blogger to critique your film, are you? Because no, they don't know what they're talking about. So so why are you allowing these people to, to bring you down or make you feel bad? They don't know how you're feeling or, or how hard you've worked to get there. And as soon as you do that, it takes the sting out of the tail a little bit of these comments that you're getting. And sometimes it's just the fear of, you know, of looking at social media. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Don't give it so much power because you sitting there and scrolling through social media, gives it power. I remember once, I mean, it was the first time I ever went on TV and it coincided with the creation of Twitter. Oh. I've never broadcast without the backdrop of Twitter and I made the mistake of searching my own name and I will never make that mistake again because there are no named, no faced eggs on Twitter that just would like to see, and they smell blood because the first time you ever broadcast, yeah, you are shaking, your voice sounds different you are a sitting target. So people are gonna go and see that and go, excellent, I would like to make myself feel better today. You're my target, have a bit of this crap. Mm. And you reading that almost allows them, or justifies what they've written, because you are letting them in. You're, you're giving them what they want, which is a reaction. So I'll never do that again. And I will only allow people who have walked in my shoes, done my job, or sit by me every day to, to really criticize me.
0: And that was our very own Laura Woods talking about this year's message around International Women's Day, which is hashtag Break the Bias. The full conversation is available right here on the Talksport Daily podcast. Now on to the Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp ahead of their game with Inter Milan tonight. Kloppy was asked about title rivals Man City and Pep Guardiola Guardiola's comments that the Reds are the strongest team he's ever faced.
1: I can't give that back, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Easily, I, I, I could say City is the toughest opponent I ever had. But I have to, I should not forget, I faced him already at Bayern, so I cannot say that it was much easier. It's just a different situation. No, I, I know what he means. We, we push each other on insane levels. We pushed each other on insane levels in the last few years. The amount of points both teams collected. Okay, we didn't cope with it last year before for obvious reasons, but in the other years we were really around and how I said, I don't think City would get the amount of points they will get this year if we wouldn't be around and the other way around is pretty much the same. It's it's good. But a lot of games to play, so we will see where we end up.
0: Well that's it, gang, thanks for listening on the Talksport app, or wherever you get your podcast from. I don't really care. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's drive time show at 4 pm today, alongside that can't be right, it says Jason Cundy here. Is it? How's he managed to Oh is he? He's still got the pictures of the Okay. Yeah, alongside the fun boy, Jason Cundy. Straight after us from 7pm, it's kickoff around the grounds with Adrian Durham and all the goals as they go in. There will of course be another on these Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast at first of in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a lovely day and above all, be safe everyone. Be safe.